Hey everybody and welcome to episode 7 of the Billy Rickman podcast and today we're going to be discussing something that's been coming up in my newsfeed a fair bit over the past couple of weeks and that is uh, especially in the hair and beauty industry and that is salon owners who are comparing sales and revenue from this time last year to this time this year and monthly sales from this time last year to this time this year and whilst it is absolutely awesome that salon owners are achieving success in this area there's something way more important that we need to discuss, and we're going to be talking about it today in episode seven of the podcast. So stay tuned. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey guys, it's Billy Rickman and welcome to episode 7 of the Billy Rickman podcast. And today we're talking about something that as I just discussed in my intro, you know, I've, I've been seeing it more and more lately coming up in, in a lot more Facebook groups, especially where salon owners are comparing sales month on month or sales year on year and celebrating the wins in terms of sales growth. And, you know, I just think it's absolutely awesome in today's economy, in today's climate, especially in this industry where we have seen in the past decade, certainly since I've been doing this, businesses going from, you know, small salons. Now we have huge franchises with private investors and, you know, huge marketing budgets. I know some franchises with marketing budgets in excess of $100,000 a month. And the business and the industry has just completely transformed. And so anybody in this day and age who is seeing growth in terms of sales um, and, and genuine business growth anyway, in terms of sales and revenue, I think is is absolutely awesome and they certainly need to be like applauded for that. But I just wanted to in this podcast discuss something that I think is missing in a lot of these posts and organically as soon as I see these posts online, I don't know why but my brain just clicks and asks, you know, I just start to ask a question inside which is that is awesome that your sales have increased, but how about the profit? Now we all know in the hair and beauty industry, different industries are different. Different industries you can have growth, particularly online, you can have growth without your expenditure, excuse me, increasing too much. In the hair and beauty industry, however, normally when you see a business grow in terms of sales, you normally have added costs that go with it. So we normally have an increase in wages to service those extra clients. We normally have an increase in product supplies because we have to have the product to service those clients. We normally see, um, you know, if business has genuine growth and, and it goes from doubling sales month on month or year on year, then we normally see that we need to increase our space into a bigger space. So we go looking for, you know, these big, larger spaces to service more clients and, and whatnot. And we end up paying more in rent or we buy a business and we have a mortgage attached to it. So all of our costs usually go up and up and up depending on what our sales are. Now, if we see that businesses are doubling our sales or in some cases tripling our sales, 
that's why I automatically think, well, what about your profit? Now, I've had the privilege in my time of dealing with hundreds of salon owners. And, you know, what I can tell you is that I have seen businesses that generate $100,000 a year. And I've seen businesses that generate $2 million a year in this industry. And sometimes those businesses that are only generating $100,000 in revenue are more successful than the $2 million businesses. I've seen $2 million businesses that are losing money because their expenses are out of control. I've seen $100,000 revenue businesses that are making a $40,000 profit on it, which is a 40% profit margin because they're managing their business better. So it's something I really wanted to look at. And it really came today, it, it drove home today because I was talking to a coaching client on the phone. Well, she wasn't a coaching client, actually. She took advantage of my Facebook bot offer a couple of weeks ago and, um, and she booked in for a free coaching session with me today. So we were discussing the business. And one of the things we first discussed was that she felt that the marketing was overwhelming her and that there was too many options available and really didn't know where to start. And, you know, whenever she um, thought, okay, this is the new strategy, it would be something else that came along. And it's like, oh, well, maybe this is the new strategy. And for years and years, she's been making this profit on her business month after, uh, year after year after year. And last year, she made her first loss. And now that wasn't what I would consider a genuine loss because of um, because she's lost clients or staff have left her or there's just been a downturn in the business. The reason she made that loss was because she reinvested a lot of the profit from the past couple of years into upgrading her equipment, upgrading her furniture, um, you know, upgrading her facilities and doing a lot of work in the business and reinvesting that money. So subsequently, her, her costs for leasing new equipment went up. And, um, and then at the end of the financial year, that there was a loss that was made for the business. Now, it won't take her a long time to, um, to recover that loss. So I, and, um, and talking to her a little bit more about where her business has been and where her business is going, it's not a huge loss. And, um, but it's enough to unnerve someone. It's enough to unnerve her because she's never really had a loss before. Things have been there in her own words. Things have been going really well. And so when a business owner has a profit, 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 and all of a sudden a loss, it can become unsettling. And so interestingly for me, though, um, when we first started the conversation on the phone, uh, one of the first things she wanted to talk about was marketing. And I see it time and time again that this is the go-to for hair and beauty business owners. When things aren't going well in the business, the first go-to is to look for ways to increase sales. It's to look for ways to increase um, clients. And, um, you know, part of what I do now online and I speak to so many different salon owners and I, I, and I do look at so many different groups, I see it where people are saying, uh, business is slow. What can I do to increase my sales? What can I do to increase my clients? Anyone got a great marketing strategy? And I think that, you know, anybody who knows me and anyone who, who talks with me um, on a daily basis or, or works with me as one of my clients will know that I'm hugely passionate about marketing. I love marketing. I don't just love marketing because of what the outcome is. I love marketing because of the psychology around it. I love marketing about how you can change. You can have an awesome offer that doesn't work and then you change one word and all of a sudden you get huge sales from it. I love it that you can change a different color and all of a sudden you get a different response from it. I love it that you can do split testing on Facebook with six different images. Five of them won't work and one image gets huge returns. So I'm hugely passionate about marketing. So this isn't a like a beat down on marketing and people going, oh, you shouldn't market. No, no, I, I think you should be doing more marketing. Whatever you're doing in your business now, Times it by four, times it by 10. You know, I always go about Grant Cardone's 10x rule in his, about his book about like creating 10x the effect by doing 10x the action. And um, so whatever you're doing in your business right now, I want you to 10x it with marketing. But here's the thing, right? 
as I said, it's not, success is not about sales. Sales does not fix your business. You know what fixes your business? Profit. And time and time again, I hear business owners talking about ways to market their business and get more sales. But what they're not talking about is how to roster better. What they're not talking about is KPIs and making sure that each team member is accountable for the time they're at work. What they're not talking about is negotiating better supply agreements with their suppliers to bring their cost of goods down. What they're not talking about is talking to the landlord about getting reductions in rent and making their leasing um, more affordable. You know, I had one coaching client who, my coaching costs $497 a month, right? So if you work that out over the year, it's $6,000. Now, one coaching client in one of their first, ses- one of her first sessions, we spoke to a landlord together. We saved her $8,000 on her rent in one session. So her whole coaching was paid for in one session. But this is what needs to be, this, these are some of the things you need to start to think about in terms of how to make your business a success. Don't make marketing your only one you know, um, strategy to, to save your business. It is not going to save your business. Profit saves your business. So just like you have to spend so much effort in marketing and put so much time and, and energy into your marketing and, and getting new clients and um, nurturing current clients and increasing sales, I want you to start to focus that same amount of energy and that same effort and so, same amount of resources into looking at how efficient your business is running. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether or not your sales are up by 500% from one year to the next. I would rather see a post that says, last year my sales were $40,000 in January. This year my sales have dropped to $20,000 in January. Dot, dot, dot. But last year I only made $2,000 profit and this year I've made $10,000 profit because that's what's important. At the end of the day, sales is about ego. Profit is about success. And for some of you, it's like, oh, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to find, I don't know how to make my business run more efficiently. And so I'll tell you a quick story. Now, this is not my story. Tony Robbins actually tells this story. I don't know if he still does. It was one of his stories he told a while back. But he talks about this basketball coach, right? His name's Pat Riley. If you don't know him, um, you should Google him. He's from a, from a business point of view, the guy's insanely good. And, and from a leadership and strategist point of view, the guy's awesome. And um, so he is the most successful coach ever in the NBA. And uh, for you guys who don't follow the NBA, don't stress. I'm not going to bore you too much with sports um, jargon. But, you know, in his first coaching, I think it was one of his first coaching. I, I know someone from the NBA, not from the NBA. I know someone who, who follows the NBA is probably going to call me out on this and go, Billy, you, 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 some of the details are wrong. But look, forgive me for that. But he, um, you know, in one of his first years in coaching, I think it was his first year, it may not have been, but I think his first year in coaching, he, um, he was coaching the LA Lakers and Magic Johnson, anyone knows Magic Johnson was in the team at the time. He was his captain. He was only young at the time. And, um, and Pat Riley took the Lakers all the way to the finals. And in, NBA, in, the, in basketball, they play seven games. In the, in the final series, they play seven games. And it was three all. And uh, so it came down to the last game and, and they lost. And he was devastated, right? Devastated. Since then, he's, he's gone on to, to be hugely successful, but he was devastated. And so his first response was that he's going to bring everybody back early next season to start preseason to do it harder and better and bigger and stronger and, and all those things, right? And so what, in one of his first coaching sessions the following year when he brought everyone back, he said, right, we didn't win last year. So this year, we're going to make sure we're going to win. So I want a 25% increase on last year. And so when you push people that hard, guess what they usually do? They push back. 
And so this team pushed back and didn't really like it. And so he talks about this and he went home and he thought about it and he came to training the, the next day or the next session. He said, I've been thinking about it and I don't really want that 25% increase. I understand that's a lot considering what we did last year. And so all I want to do is to increase 1% in each area of basketball. You're shooting, you're passing, you're stealing, your rebounds and your defensive blocks. I want to increase 1%. That's it. That's all I want to do is increase 1%. And so for anybody who follows basketball is probably clued on by this stage that, you know, if you increase each of those areas by 1%, you have 5% increase. How many people are on a basketball team? There's five people on the basketball team. So Pat Riley got his 25% increase by being smarter about it. And why do I tell you this story? Because this is what you need to start doing in your business. You need to start looking at the one percenters. What are the five key areas of your business that you could increase by one percent and have a huge outcome? Have more productivity, have more profit from. Would it be like if you had five team members or you had three therapists and you got each of them to increase retail by one percent? That's a three percent increase in retail. Now, if you're doing, you know, whatever you're doing in retail sales and you increase it by three percent each week then you're going to have a positive outcome for that. But if you then increase rebooking by 1% for each person, if you then increase upgrades by 1% for each person, if you do all of these key areas of your business and try to figure out what five of them are, I've just given you three there, but there's plenty more that you can choose from. So if you choose, you know, if you can find five areas of your business that you can increase by 1% and times that by each person in your business, you're going to have a huge outcome from that and profitability is going to be bigger. So what I really want to encourage you guys to do today is to have a look at your business and say, am I working on a sales-based business? Am I purely judging my success based on sales or am I basing it on profit? Could I not worry too much about sales for now and focus more on how do I make my business efficient? And by doing that, you know that when you do market for sales, when you do market to get new clients, when you do nurture marketing to um, to keep your current database and look after your current database, you know that your sales will not just increase by whatever that offer is there, that fantastic offer that you put on Facebook, that $49 treatment or whatever it is, it won't increase by 100 new clients times the $49 offer. It will increase by way more than that, because when that client comes in for the $49 offer, they'll probably get upgraded. They'll probably get rebooked. They'll probably have some retail sold to them. So that $49 offer all of a sudden becomes a $150 offer. Now you times by that by the 100 people who came in, and now you've got a way higher return. All because you took the time to make sure the efficiencies in your business, sorry, the, the areas of your business were running efficiently. You took the time to make sure your retailing, your rebooking, and your um, you know, uh, your upgrading was all up to speed, not up to speed, but it was, it was trained and it was looked after and each staff member was aware of it and you were running the business efficiently. And so next time you post on Facebook, you won't be comparing whether or not you did $20,000 to $30,000 in sales. You'll be saying, instead of $10,000 profit, I did $40,000 profit. It won't be an ego-based thing. It will be a genuine success-based thing. Your business will have growth. And you'll be able to, you know, expand and, and start to, your dreams and your goals will become bigger. And, and you'll start to see that 
more things are possible when you start to focus on the profit of your business rather than the sales of your business. So look, guys, I hope this has made sense to you. I hope it starts to, um, you know, sometimes things may not just, it may not trigger a response in you straight away, but you might be thinking in a week's time, wow, maybe I'm going to have a look at that. And hopefully that's what I want to, and that's what I, not hopefully, but that's what I want to get out of these podcasts. I want them to be thought provoking. I want them to sometimes sting. I want them to start to get you to think differently about your business and to start to think, well, maybe I didn't, I wasn't aware of this and start to reach out in different areas other than just marketing. Don't look for that next U-Butte marketing offer. Look firstly at how your business is operating and how efficiently it's running and how productive each team member is and whether or not certain spaces in your business can, can be gotten rid of and whether or not certain products need to be there anymore and whether or not that roster is, 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 is that roster rostered based on how it will impact the profit of the business or is that roster based on the fact that it's just always been that way and this is, you know, I don't want to cut the girl's hours or I don't want to change it because it will make Mary unhappy for the third, that she has to work that third Saturday or, you know, the, the other, for another topic on, on another podcast. But one of the other things is about opening on Monday. There's this, this thing in the, in the industry that people don't open on Monday. I can tell you that our businesses have opened on Monday for the last 10 years since I ran them. And Monday is a good day for us. We make thousands of dollars on each clinic on Mondays. And so don't always sit back on your business and say, this is just what we've always done. Start to think differently about your business and look at the way it can make you more profit. And that's my hope from this podcast. And, um, and as always, guys, if you have liked what I've said today, please share it. Uh, please subscribe to the, uh, to the uh, podcast. And, uh, and let me know if there's anything in the future you want me to talk about in the podcast. We're going to be doing those cool Q&A sessions coming up as well. So find me on uh, Billy Rickman Official on Facebook or the real B underscore Rickman on Instagram and ask me a question using the hashtag AskBillyRickman. And um, I'll be happy to answer any questions you may have. So I hope this helps, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And I look forward to um, creating another podcast for you tomorrow. Have an awesome night. I'll chat to you soon. Bye.